0: Hey, Hurdlers! Emily Abadi here, bringing you another installment of Five Minute Friday from Hurdle. Y'all know the drill. I offer up a story, something I'm thinking about this week. I give you a thought prompt to take you into the weekend or whenever you are listening to this. Then I share with you my highlights of the week, my content picks, and finish things off by answering a listener question. I would love to answer your question on the show, to submit a question to be featured here on Hurdle. Hear your voice in the feed. You can do it. (laughs) click on over to the show notes in there. There is a link where you can leave me a voicemail. Super easy peasy. And spoiler, nothing is off limits. Today, wow, uh, 365 days. I feel like that's the thing that we've been reading about, right? This week marks the one year timeline of us being officially, quote unquote, in a pandemic. And I have man, I've been thinking a lot about this. I've been thinking about the last year, what I've learned, how I have changed, how I have grown. And for 5-Minute Friday today, I want to share with you a few of my takeaways. I, I would argue that this year was, despite being completely unexpected, something that everyone needed. And when I say that I will not I'm not downplaying of course the the tragedy that has happened in our country and across the world like the amount of loss it is it's heartbreaking right our lives will never be what they were before the coronavirus pandemic and in my eyes for some reasons we are we are better for it when I say that I say that because challenge helps us grow, and adversity helps us grow, and although it's fun and good and wonderful when the great things happen in our lives, it's the hurdle moments and the hurdles that really teach us something, right? So with that said, I'm going to dive into a few of the lessons that I've learned over the past year. The first lesson is that it starts with you. Now, before the pandemic, I know I can, I can definitely raise my hand about this. It was so easy for us to just run from things, right? And not just physically, although I certainly did my fair share of that, but like frequently traveling, making regular plans, spending long hours in the, the office, this like hustle culture that has been like praised over the last few years. So once the world shut down, we were all forced to just sit with ourselves. And for some, many, maybe they hadn't done that before, right? And so... The past year gave us the opportunity, and I use that word very strategically, it gave us the opportunity to get good being on our own. And it doesn't matter if you spent the past year with your family, if you spent it alone, if you spent it in a... 400-square-foot apartment, if you spent it, like, on the beach in Tulum, like, wherever you spent the past year, without a doubt, you had the opportunity to get better with just you and yourself because a lot of the distractions were removed. I will be the first person to tell you that that extra time alone, that extra time sitting with yourself— can be really difficult, right? It can feel really uncomfortable and really just not ideal. But again, with this lesson that it starts with you, you have to get good at being you on your own as you are or working on who it is that you are before you can truly show up for other people in the greatest, most beautiful capacity. So I encourage you. I know so many of us have put in this work over the past year, but keep doing it. Don't let the lessons and the progress and the things that you have done over the past year that have empowered you to be a better you go by the wayside once we kind of get back into the quote unquote normal or more normal swing of things. The next lesson, kindness first. Oh my goodness. we were all going through the same thing. So it was easy to understand that the people that we may be interacting with on a zoom call could be dealing with an insurmountable amount of anxiety, right? (laughs) This year, kindness became super important currency for a lot of people who may not have prioritized it before. For me, doing good, being kind, two of my biggest values, two things that are super important to me, living my life with the understanding that I don't necessarily know what is going on with other people, even though in the last year, again, I may have understood it a little bit better. But I will say this, this year, it felt like we all received this kindness a little bit more regularly. We doled it out. To each other a little bit more freely. And I would encourage you to continue doing that going forward. My next lesson you've got to be flexible. Wonderful things come from the pivot and i'm sure that you can relate last march i was frightened i've talked about this on the show before but i went through a phase where i felt a little bit paralyzed by the fact that i had rarely recorded an episode of hurdle remotely going in to march 2020 and so to have to learn a new skill, to figure out how to make this product from home, to figure out how to make this as easy as possible for my guests, to just make this all happen, I was frightened, but I learned in this process the importance of flexibility. We have to trust that whatever life steers us away from, whatever is not happening in our lives, life is happening for us, not to us. So even though, you know, things might not be playing out as we had hoped, that doesn't mean that something good can't be coming down the pipe. That's exactly what I talked about in last week's episode of Five Minute Friday. And the last lesson I want to share with you today, the most important things in life, they're not things. You know, a highlight for me was really to get more time with my family. And I say that in a way that I wasn't getting to physically spend much time with them. But I started, I think from, I think from March until like, who knows, maybe August, there wasn't a day that went by that I didn't speak to both of my parents. When I think about pre-pandemic life, like that was certainly not a sentence in my vocabulary. And what was really special was because we were all hanging out at home for the most part, we were on FaceTime and we were connecting and we were having conversations that we hadn't had in a long time and just getting to really embrace this time with each other. And in a life where oftentimes, you know, we're chasing deals or money or a certain job title or what have you, like all of those things, they come and go. But your relationships, those, the right ones, they are with you for a lifetime. So, value these relationships. Value your values. Value the intangible things that bring joy to your life because those are the things that really matter. My prompt for you this week, what is one of the biggest lessons you have learned? in 365 days of a pandemic? Again, what is one of the biggest lessons that you have learned in 365 days of a pandemic? I would love actually for this one, tag me on Instagram. Let me know where you're at. You don't need to talk to the camera. Not gonna force that here. I just encourage you, write a little something, shoot me a DM, keep me in the loop. I'm curious. Highlights of the week, links to all of this can be found in the show notes. First up, listen, Sunbathe by Miguel and Taney. I cannot stop listening to this song. It is my jam of the week. I'm calling it right now. It's the song of the summer. You are welcome. Watch one of these 50 best comedies on Netflix right now. Vulture released a really great list of funny movies. I just created your to-do list for this weekend. You are welcome. On that to-do list, you can add another one of my highlights for the week, which is the Biggie documentary, Biggie. I got a story to tell. I checked that out last weekend with a friend of mine. definitely didn't know a lot of the history behind Notorious B.I.G. I also didn't even know where his name came from. So I found that one super interesting. Subscribe The Dip newsletter. I feel like I've mentioned The Dip on the show before, but an old colleague of mine, Lindsay Mannering, she launched The Dip last year with her good friend and fellow Bustle alum, Kate Ward. It's a subscription-based website for TV's biggest fans. I'm putting air quotes around this, which doesn't help because you cannot see me. But I have really been loving their newsletter lately, especially talking about all of the things about the Royals. So definitely get into that. And last but not least, uh, obsessing over. I've been getting some questions about these in the DMs the Puma Deviate Nitro, it is the new carbon-plated sneaker from Puma as a part of the relaunch of all of their running sneakers. They've got five new styles. The Deviate Nitro, it's got their new Nitro foam in the sole. I really like it. It's got like the Goldilocks amount of give and coziness. Uh they are designed for neutral runners and unlike other carbon-plated sneakers, these ones are built to last for longer. So we're talking you're going to get at least 250 good miles out of these. Next up, our listener question from Haley. Hey, Emily, this is Haley. Thank you so much for all you do for the hurdle community and how honest you are about your running journey and the ups and downs. Um, I'm curious if you could take us back to when you decided to run your first marathon. As someone who's a runner but has done half marathons and never taken on the full marathon, Um, and is maybe downright terrified, but looking for a challenge, I wonder what advice you would offer. Thanks again. Ooh, good, good one here. Hey. I would say that my biggest piece of advice for aspiring marathoners is just to believe in yourself that you are capable. You know, before my first marathon, I certainly never thought that I would be able to run a full. And I think it's one of those things that that's what the training program is for, right? That's what the training plan does for you. It helps you get to a point where you believe in yourself, that you can start to visualize yourself going beyond that half marathon at 13.1 miles and going longer, staying in it for longer. So, believe that you can do it, piece of advice number two. And of course, follow a smart training plan. So if you aspire to run a marathon, the last thing that you should be doing is just waking up one morning, rolling out of bed and aiming to go out there and run 26.2 miles. Instead, follow a smart training program. Talk to an expert, perhaps a run coach or a trainer that can help guide you through your process, giving you a suggestion of how to level up. Of course, there are tons of different great running programs that you can find online, whether it be a marathon training program through Nike Running Club or something on Runner's World. But make sure, again, you are following a training program, you are doing it smart, and you are staving off injury in the process by not ramping up too fast. That is it for this week. If you haven't checked out Megan Roop's episode from Monday, founder of the Sculpt Society, or Colleen Quigley on the five different types of runs to add to your routine with this week's hurdle moment, I highly encourage you to give them both a listen. Make sure you are subscribed to the weekly hurdle newsletter. Link to do that is in the show notes, as well as if you want to join in on next month's book club, we are going to be reading The Art of Gathering book link and book club link to sign up Both in the show notes. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.